The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful La Quinta, California during this fabulous holiday season. Tonight, we are exploring how to better able discover our intuitive powers for the year 2017. Because you know 2017 is number one year, which means a year full of new beginnings. This is just what we've been waiting for. So this show is so important because if you can develop your intuitive powers even more, you will be able to really hone in on accepting the right opportunities as they flow your way. So tonight, I'm so excited to have Lynn Robinson with us, who is an international expert on the topic of intuition. She is the best-selling author whose eight books have been translated into more than a dozen languages. And as a motivational speaker, she has helped thousands of clients around the world access the power of intuition. Oh my goodness, is this going to be a great show or what? So- Absolutely. I'm all excited <laughs> to be on your show here, Jules. I, I am so, t- <laughs> this is going to be good. It is exactly what the listeners are wanting to hear. So welcome, Lynn, to Love Attraction Talk oh, Radio. Thank you. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. I think this is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time and we're going to give lots of information to your listeners. Yes, and it's vital. Right now, it is vital information. So for those people who want to start a business or find the right job or go into that love relationship that you've been wanting or even work on your health and working with your physician to know the right health uh, treatments that you should be doing, this show will give you the ways that you can sort of get into, well, definitely get into your intuition. So let's start at the very beginning, Lynn. How would you define intuition and where does intuition come from? (laughs) Well, you know, the boring definition from the dictionary is intuition is quick and ready insight, which doesn't give you a whole lot of information. My my favorite definition is from a 15-year-old girl who said, intuition is like when you know something, but where does it come from? (laughs) So that that may get us even more confused. But, you know, I think of it as our inner GPS, our inner compass, that when we pay attention to it, it points us in the right direction. And we all get it in, in different ways, but I think we're all hardwired with it. And we need it now more than ever because there's so much conflicting information out there, too mm. much information, not enough information. We're, a lot of us, as you said, are trying to start our own businesses or launch something new in our life. And how do we know the right decision that's going to lead us to success? And I think that's where this intuition or inner guidance can come in. Right. So... Well, how do we start recognizing Mm. that it's not ego, but it is actual intuitive 
messages. Yeah. And you know that it is, and again, a slightly boring answer, but part of the answer is practice. Because I ah. think it's intuition is like any skill, that the more you use it, the better you get at it. And as I said, we all get it in different ways. There's no one way that's the right way. Um, so people talk about getting uh, having an aha moment. Um, they might get a gut feeling or another physical sensation. Like you might get, you know, if you're thinking about like taking a, a certain job and you get this heavy, weighted down, burdened feeling, that's your intuition speaking. It's probably saying maybe that's not the right decision for you. Conversely, you might get a feeling of kind of being up or energized, your heart is open. Those are generally recognized as intuitive signs to move ahead with something or, um, or you know, go towards it. We might get intuition in a dream. We might have a feeling about something. We might have an inner voice. So those are all the different ways that we get that intuitive information. One of the ways you can, you know, on a very practical level that you can think about is when you've made a decision in the past um, that turned out to be either right or wrong, I and mean, let's say right for the time being, um, how did you know it was the right answer? Like I imagine when you st- thought about starting Law of Attraction Radio, um, you probably felt excited, you felt energized, you felt curious, and those were all signs that obviously you followed <laughs> to to uh, to do this thing. But if you had, if the opposite had happened and you felt, oh, somebody said this is a great idea, but I just don't get it, it feels heavy, then that would have been your intuition telling you this probably wasn't a good decision for you. One of the things I tell people to do, though, because I think your question was, you know, partly how do you differentiate between your ego or fear or wishful thinking and intuition, is if you're getting guidance to do something in whatever way that you get it, I tell people to try to take some small steps towards the thing that they're being guided. You don't have to, like, for example, if you've got, you're in a job and you know, like, you're really being drained and you're really, your guidance is saying it's time for a change, you don't have to go in tomorrow morning and say, I'm quitting my job. You may want to, but, you know, you, there's a, you could take some small steps. What would that look like? It might be, um, you could read a book on something you love to do. You could talk to a career coach. You could call an intuitive advisor. You could talk, do some informational interviews. Those are all ways of honoring your intuition without necessarily taking that big, huge leap and scaring yourself silly. <laughs> right. Now, with the law of attraction, I know that people often try to tune in mm. to their intuition, but then they take maybe one or two steps, but will not continue on. And that's really amazing to me because the law of attraction is like, go ahead, take the next step. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's like, how do you know when to stop and when to keep going? Yeah, and it's a good question. And I find that in, because I do intuitive readings for a living, and so a lot of people call me and they say, oh, law of attraction isn't working, and I visualized, I've done my affirmations. And often I find that kind of what you're implying is that people stop too early. They just mm. expect, you know, the, the Mercedes to appear in the driveway tomorrow, and it may <laughs> not have. Um, or they or they, or they they get scared. because, And I think this is where the intuition piece comes in, because often intuition pushes you out of your comfort zone. You know, you're in that job that you don't like, but hey, at least you've got a paycheck. And, you know, so why bother scaring yourself and trying to do something new? And it's, it's scary because intuition is leading you out of your comfort zone. It's making you think bigger. And that's a lot of what law of attraction does too. So I tell people to understand that you're going to feel a little scared. 
And, you know, maybe you can break the decision, as I said, down into some smaller, smaller pieces so you don't scare yourself so much or take such a big leap of faith. But it does require that you move through fear. It, because in order to get the life you love, you have to move out of your comfort zone. And so, you know, I, honestly, Jules, you know, when I think back on my life and I've been doing the intuitive readings and writing books and speaking for almost 30 years, I can hardly believe it. It's been that wow. long. I know. But, you know, every single thing that I think that has that I when I think back on my career, that's been significant, you know, from writing my first book to giving my first speech, you know, to going and tra- traveling internationally, all of those things were preceded by fear. I will admit. <laughs> and I think that sometimes we don't talk about that. You know, that you start to think too small. Oh, am I good enough? You know, people like me. Will I be successful? And you start talking yourself out of the things that you love to do. So I see that as a big impediment that um, that happens for many of us um, in, in the law of attraction journey is we get scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you were doing your first book, you had the intuition that... What was your intuition? Let's just go with that. What what came about? It's interesting because I actually had an intuition to write the book before I actually got, you know, got a publisher for it. And what happened was I, I... I kept feeling like, oh, I knew all the logical things you were supposed to do, like you're supposed to find an agent and write a query letter and write a proposal. And every time I felt like doing any of those things, I felt burdened and drained and bored, which is, again, my intuition saying, don't go there. So I just decided what felt exciting was to start writing the book. And I had the weirdest experience that is unusual. I had the publisher call me within a few months after starting to write my book. Um, And and I, I know that's a highly unusual thing. I always kind of hesitate to say it because it was definitely a law of attraction thing, but I know it doesn't happen to everybody who wants to write a book. But I was so grateful that I'd followed my intuition because the first book that I wrote was The Complete Idiot's Guide to Psychic Intuition. And um, it, I actually really love that book. It's a great book on intuition. But boy, when you work for one of those series, they, they want the book yesterday. So I was really glad that I trusted my gut and started working on it before I ever got that call. But I had to tell you, I I felt scared. I said yes to the contract and I can get it done on that deadline. And then I went into almost, you know, writer's block paralysis of, oh my God, did they hire the wrong person? And so, you know, again, I had to really make friends with that fear. Susan Jeffers, I think, wrote this wonderful book that I really love the title of. It's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Uh, (laughs) So that's become my motto. (laughs) Yeah. Don't let the fear stop you. Just keep on going. Go through it. Because if you don't feel the fear, you're just going to stuff it down. It's going to keep on coming up. You're still not going to be able to progress at all. So you'll stay in your and your comfort zone. And so law of attraction, I may have a way of sort of not manifesting your your hopes and dreams because you stood in your way, you haven't expanded into what the universe really wants for you and what you deserve. And what you deserve. Absolutely. Hey, this is a great place to take a fast break and we'll be right back with Lynn Robinson talking about intuition. Stay with us. You're listening to Law of Attraction Radio Network, enhancing the well-being of millions of listeners worldwide. LOARadioNetwork.com is heard through 25 different internet radio stations, as well as iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, and our mobile apps. The Law of Attraction Radio Network, your trusted source of daily inspiration at LOARadioNetwork.com. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? 
Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. This holiday season, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I'm having conversations. Experience the event. People write letters to the universe all the time. Most don't get a personal response. You are. It will make you believe in miracles. Will Smith, Edward Norton, Kira Knightley, Michael Pena, Naomi Harris, Jacob Lattimore, with Kate Winslet and Helen Mirren. This profound connection to everything. The collateral beauty. Collateral beauty. Directed by David Frankel. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. December 16th. Okay, we are back. Hey, I just want to urge everyone to go see this incredible movie called Collateral Beauty. It is so profound. You know, Dr. Michael Beckwith said that when he saw the movie, it took him out of his thinking and brought him directly into his heart. Collateral beauty actually challenges you to find the beauty in people all around you. And after the year 2016, this movie is a must-see film for the entire family. As a matter of fact, it's so wonderful that I'm taking all of my grandkids to see it on Christmas Day. So if you're in need of some upliftment or you need to release some of that anger or maybe even a little fear, may I suggest a trip to see Will Smith's Collateral Beauty. You're going to absolutely love it. Now, let's continue on with Lynn Robinson and talk about intuition. So does our intuition, will it tell us what we deserve or are we too afraid to even go there? Well, I think, you know, when... I believe that when something's in your heart, something that you really want, something you feel called to do, it doesn't go away, um, then that's part of your calling. And it's and I believe that if it's in your heart and you're excited about it, that's what God, the universe wants for you. And so, yes, you may have to work a little bit to get there in terms of overcoming your fears and feeling like you're big enough and good enough and deserve it. Um, but I think that once you do that, the universe really wants is on your side. You know, it wants what you want. It you know, it's. I, I said to a client the other day, she she was saying, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I really love art and I love this and I love all these creative things, she said. And I said, she says, but is that the right way for me to go? And I said, I, and this was totally joking, tongue in cheeks. I said, no, I think you're supposed to be a civil engineer. And she went, oh, really? And I said, no. I mean, the fact that you're excited about your creativity, you're excited about being an artist, you're excited about, you know, 
using your art in the world and helping people. That's your calling. You're excited about it. And of course she was scared because you know how all that self-talk started coming in. How am I going to make a living at this? What am I going to do? But you know what I find intuition often does is it gives you the right next step. In fact, I'm a big believer in asking your intuition questions. And I think what's my right next step is really such a great question because sometimes where we get in our way, especially in law of attraction, is we start to go, well, here's what I want. You know, it's way down the road. Oh, I want to write a book. I want to do this. I want to do that. But how am I going to get there? And it's like the point from A to Z feels like you're standing at the bottom of Mount Everest and you can't figure out how to get to the top. And I mean, it's a standard joke, but it does become, you know, the one step at a time. So what's my right next step is such a great question. And then you just pay attention to what, what comes up that feels like it would be a good next step for you. Is it talking to somebody? Is it sending an email? Is it tweaking a website? Is it writing an article? Is it going to a networking meeting? So you're being led step by step to what's what's in your heart um and and i think that a lot of us you know have something that we're excited about and that we want to do and that's part of our calling and we ignore it because we think too small mm, i like that yeah so what would you say to uh talk uh, top executives uh about trusting their gut through the decision making process mm, yeah this is well, i mean because we actually all face this because we are the executives of our lives. <laughs> yes, we are. I know. So whether we've been a big corporation or we're, whether we're an entrepreneur or whether retired or some otherwise uh, in life, you know, we're all making these decisions. And I, my last book that I wrote was called Put Your Intuition to Work. And the subtitles: How to Supercharge Your Inner Wisdom to Think Fast and Make Great Decisions. Mm-hmm. So in my speaking and my, and my uh, intuitive readings, I work a lot with senior executives and about their decision making. And this is where I think intuition is so crucial because, um, you know, when you're when you're in business, again, you know, corporate or entrepreneur or otherwise, um, we're having to make a lot of decisions. And and you know, if you've got like in a big corporation, you might have your research department saying one thing and your you know your sales team saying another, and the you know the what you've always done to succeed is another whole set of decisions. And so often I tell people to just you know push away from their desk, you know, sit in a in a chair away from their desk and just close their eyes for a moment. I mean, it doesn't have to be a half hour contemplating your navel, navel or oming or, you know, getting into, you know, major meditation um, format here. But it just can be, you know, putting your hand over your heart or taking a deep breath and just saying, what do I need to do right now? Because intuition doesn't give it doesn't come through as easily when your brain is going, you know, I should do this and I should do this and maybe that and da, 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 you know, when you're having that, you know, chatter in your mind. It does work much better when you can calm yourself in whatever way works for you. A deep breath, taking a walk, pushing yourself away from the desk, you know, just doing something to kind of get out of that, you know, that overwhelmed state and just simply saying, you know, what do I need to know right now? Or what's my, what's my right next step? And, you know, again, no matter what our circumstances, I think that those are really great questions. And then, again, it's paying attention to how do you get the how do you get the information? Whether it's like a voice comes, you know, an inner voice. It may be, oh, maybe I should do that, and there's a sense of peace about it. Or aha moment comes in. I gave a talk. Um, 
a while back to a group of engineers and and this guy came up to me after the class and he said his he was joking he said you know how engineers are always known for their pocket protectors where they keep their ink pens and and I said yeah he says I keep an intuition card there and so I was become one of my favorite techniques what he did was um, at the beginning of a day he wrote down on a little three by five card which fit into his pocket and he would write a question like you know how can we manufacture more widgets in our in our factories this month or you know what what should I know about my new high or something like that and he said at the end of a day he would have a day filled with either aha moments or he would get directed to an article or overhear a conversation or read something um, that would give him information about what he had written down so I thought that was a fabulous technique so um, I like that one I still use it I don't keep it in my my uh, pocket pocket on my chest but I you know I write it in my on my computer or in my iPhone and I always have an answer at the end of the day interesting now you know the the art of detachment Mm. is important especially in the law of attraction you have to know and take the right steps but you also don't need to concentrate fully on how to get to the end result you just have to visualize the end result that's right so how do you use your intuition to detach Mm-hmm. You know, I have something on my desk I call the surrender box. And so mm, when I, I have, it. yeah, <laughs> when I have been working on something for a while and I've gotten, I haven't gotten the result I wanted, but I've gotten kind of bored with visualizing it and I'm starting to feel a little anxious and scared that it's not coming. I put it, I write it down and saying, you know, how whatever your belief system, dear God, dear universe, dear spirit guides, you know, here's what I uh, want, I intend, what I'd like to see happen. And I'm putting it in the surrender box and I'm letting it go. I know that I've done my job. If there's anything else I need to do, please let me know. Show me really clearly. Um, But I'm letting it go to you. And um, so I find that really helpful because when I start getting in my own way during the day, going, oh, you know, what if this doesn't happen? Or what if I haven't done anything right? Or then I go, Lynn, you put it in your surrender box. You know, God's taking care of it. The universe is handling it. You know, you you let it go. So, and then I just fully expect that at some point the, the, whatever it is that I want is, is going to show up. You know, I'd like to share a technique that I find really helpful. That's a really a nice combination of kind of intuition and law of attraction. And some of us, I'm sure to your listeners is going to be familiar, but it's a three-step process. And what I do in the first step, and such a great thing to be doing at the beginning of the year, is to think about what does your ideal life look like? Like if we could, you know, Jules and I could wave a magic wand, what would that look like? You know, like if you're an entrepreneur, how many clients would you have? What kind of clients would you have? What kind of vacations would you go on? Um, You know, what do you want your ideal month or ideal week to look like in in the next year? You know, really kind of, you know, a vision board or writing it down. I write it down as if it's already happened. Like, oh, I just, you know, I'm loving this great trip that I'm taking to, you know, fill in the blank. And, you know, so many, I love the fact that so many people are contacting me about speaking engagements and intuitive readings and I write that all down and so then in the second part I you know it's funny I'm one of those people I have a very difficult time visualizing and I found that I've got a lot of companies so what I do 
is I talk to myself as if I already have what I want. So that helps me to visualize it. But I'm a big believer in feeling the essence of what you want and that that's almost maybe more important or equally important to visualizing it. So what I do in my in the second step is I, I usually do it in the morning. I do meditate for 10, 15 minutes. And then at the end of it, I talk to myself as if I already have what I want. Like, wow, you know, I'm really enjoying this cruise that I'm on. This is so wonderful. My husband and I get to really go on one of a couple of these every year. I feel so grateful that the abundance is pouring in. I feel so grateful for all the opportunities that are coming my way and the excitement that I'm feeling about my work and that my books are selling and, you know, people are coming to me for intuitive readings. I've got such great clients. So that's how I would talk to myself. Now, again, you want something different. You fill in the blank with what you want. And then the third part, and here's where the intuition comes in. Before I open my eyes, I put my hand over my heart because I feel like that gets me out of my logical brain. And I just say, what three things could I do today to move in this new direction? And again, I try to pay attention to what comes to me that feels easy, effortless, something I'm curious about, something that has energy. And it can be a small thing. It doesn't go, it's not always like write a book or something big. It could be called Jules. That was one of the, the one of the things I got last week, which is why we connected. Um, I saw Law of Attraction Radio and I like listening to your archives. I go, oh, I'd love to be a guest on her show. So you are one of my action steps, Jewel. But it could be, it could be an email you send. It could be a little note you jot somebody. It could be a class you take. It could be a book that you download or read. You know, any small thing like that, clearing up some communication, so I just think at the end of a work week, say a five-day work week, you've got 15 ways that you've kind of put the energy out there towards what you want. You're not trying to figure out, as, as um, Mike Dooley calls it, the cursed hows of how to get what you want. You're just kind of putting the energy out there. You're taking a little action. You're helping the universe, you know, create what you want. You're moving out of your comfort zone. So that's my favorite technique. That's really been my intuitive business plan over the last 30 years that I've been in the intuitive reading and book writing business. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Uh, yeah. So would you say that intuition, because you said feeling is probably more important than visualizing, mm-hmm. and I would tend to agree with you, yeah. because that that is giving you answers immediately. So is that how you um, go, or is that how you work with clients is through your gut feeling? Yeah, usually people call me when they're in the midst of change and transition and trying to figure out next steps. And I use my intuition and hopefully help them use theirs to kind of figure out what those next steps are, what's what may be standing in their way, how are they blocking themselves. And so I get things just like I've been talking about in our, in our interview. I get things in images, feelings. I get messages from my spirit guides, my client spirit guides. And that's how the information comes in. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing for 30 years. I can hardly believe I've been in business that long. And, you know, my my business started by a total law of attraction thing. I mean, this is a very weird story. I'll make, a, make it brief. But it, I was the um, um, operations manager of an IT company in Boston. And I hated my job. It was like not what I wanted to do when I grew up. And I... 
I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm sure I've got a lot of company with your listeners. I knew I wanted to help people, which was pretty vague. I was sort of interested in psychology and metaphysics, but how do you develop a business like that? And so I went to see a career counselor, and unfortunately, she was really one of the early adopters of Law of Attraction. So she had me visualizing things and imagining and doing affirmations. And, and, you know, what happened was I, you know, talk about following my intuition. I was interested in intuition, so I went to a class one weekend on intuition development and I, I found it was really good at tuning into people and getting accurate information so I went back to the career counselor in my next session and I was totally kidding Jules and I just said I, fi- I figured it out I'm going to be a psychic ha 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 you know and I started to change the subject and she said well, wait a minute you know why are you tossing that aside you know it's a lot of the things that you said you wanted to do and so then she really had me like you know okay let's visualize this you know imagine you have a successful business imagine your appointment calendar filled up imagine you've got happy clients Imagine you've got a beautiful office, you know, so I started to do all of those things, you know, in good law of attraction fashion. And what happened was so weird. I still can't believe it. And this is how my business started. I, a friend of mine died. I went to his funeral and I walked into the the funeral. There's probably a couple hundred people there. He was one of these very well-loved guys. I intended to sit one next to a couple of my friends, but I heard an inner voice that just said, sit there. And I, I turned around to acknowledge the voice and there was no one standing there. It was still to this day. It's like, wow, that was weird. But I, my attention got drawn next to, um, to a seat next to a woman I didn't know. And I almost felt like I got pulled into the chair. It was like, sit. Um, and at the end of the service, she and I started chatting and she said, well, what do you do for a living? Well, I was the operations manager of the software company, but I, what do I say? I'm a psychic. I'm a psychic. That's what I said to this total stranger. I was like totally embarrassed. Well, it turned out that she was a writer for the Boston Globe newspaper. And she asked me to give her a reading before I knew that, actually. And um, I gave her a reading and she loved it. and, And she wrote an article about me and I got 500 clients in the next few months. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that a great law of attraction story? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. That is so cool. So yeah. you do have to take pay action. attention. Yes. Yeah, and take action. Yeah. Not yeah. just say, no, that's not. You yeah. know, it takes a little bit of confidence to. So how do you build up your confidence you, you know, with that? I know, and I hear that a lot from my intuitive reading. Oh, I would really like to do, you know, fill in the blank, but I don't have the confidence. And I think that everybody wishes that the confidence fairy would come and sprinkle her fairy dust. And, um, you know, it's never been my experience that that happens. I mean, all joking aside about that, I find that the confidence happens by doing the thing you're scared to do. I mean, I'll be honest, when I got the, started getting those 500 clients, and I really had not done this beyond people in the class and a few friends and a few friends of friends. So maybe I'd done it for 20 people, readings, intuitive readings, before that article came out. I mean, and, and so people started calling me, they started paying me for sessions. And I was so nervous, I would cry before they came in, like, what are they going to find out? I don't know what I'm doing. But it was like kind of trial by fire. And because um, what was I going to do, stay no to all these people and got what I wished for and that it was like really scary and you know honestly I just found that the confidence came when I started to do these you know these readings not before it did not have I wish it had happened the other way it would have saved me a lot of emotional pain but honestly I think it works that way for most of us we and even people who are highly successful in life that you don't you know think that they're scared or they're nervous are probably very scared and nervous before they do that you know whether it's a big investment or a big new job that they've taken on or something very high profile you can you can bet that they feel scared 
Um, so, you know, you've got a lot of company if you feel, feel scared. But one of the other things is to really pay attention to your self-talk. Because don't you find, Jules, when you do your work and you interview people, that a lot of the things that get in our way is what we're telling ourselves. You know, if you say, mm-hmm. oh, I'd really, you know, love to have this kind of business or I'd love to have this, you know, soulmate, me, you know, relationship or, you know, love to have this brand new car, this brand new job. or And then you, you visualize it and you do affirmations. But for the rest of the time of the day, you're going, I'm not good enough. How can I ever have that happen? You know, I don't have the education or I'm not smart enough or I'm too old or I'm too young or who would ever love me or I'm too fat or, you know, you can't, you have to really pay attention to that self-talk. Um, That's and be right. And, you know, another thing about that self-talk is that it's 10 times more powerful if you verbalize it. It's Uh the vibration from the throat that's going out to the universe. So that's what you're sending out. Even if you just think it, it's not as bad as actually verbalizing it. Yeah. You know what I've I've done? Because, you know, listen, all of us have that negative self-talk going on about at least one thing in our lives. And we all have these kind of like weak areas, perhaps that, you know, we're a little more vulnerable on. But what I've tried to do is to pay attention, like when I start feeling down or discouraged or a little depressed, and I, you know, have those days still, I I try to catch myself at the beginning stages of that and go, Lynn, what are you saying to yourself right now? Because it's usually something that's counter to what I want or something that that is really truth with a capital T. You know, I'm, I'm not good enough or what if this doesn't work or whatever. So I try to pay attention and really be conscious of what I'm saying to myself and take just a few moments to say, what's another way of looking at this that I'll feel better about? And sometimes it's, it's going to sound a little corny, but it's almost like being a kind parent to yourself. Like, oh, honey, you're going through a tough time. You know, it's the holidays and, you know, uh, what can you do to make yourself feel better? You know, so you can kind of jolly yourself out of that that feeling a little bit, but and sometimes it's kind of a matter of just distracting yourself so you don't go off the cliff with that kind of thinking that you're you're a little prone to. But it's often just trying. What's a better way to think about this? And or it's really consciously figuring out. You know, what are some things that like I, like for example, if I'm in a place, where, oh gosh, you know, I don't have a lot of clients calling. You know, what if what if I don't have enough money? Or what if this happens? Or what if that happens? And then I might go, okay you know, calm down, you're starting to go off on that, you know, poor self-talk. And I might just consciously sit there and say, what's gone well this year? You know, well, I got, I got a new book out this summer and I've got a new website and it's lynnrobinson.com, by the way, in case anybody oh, yes. wants to look at that. And by the way, I have a, um, a, a giveaway for your clients that are is right on the main page of my website. It's called How um, Six Ways to Supercharge Your Intuition. Ooh. So that's right there on the front page. You can sign up for it in a little downloadable ebook. So lots of good techniques in it. But I'll just, you know, try to kind of pay attention to the things that have gone well as a way of changing that perhaps negative self-talk. So those are some of the techniques that I find real helpful. Oh, that is wonderful. You know, what do you do? Um, Here's an example. A person has been diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. and they, the first thing that happens is that the fear comes over you, right? Of course. Yep. And you're listening to this authority figure saying, okay, this is what we got to do. We got to do it now. It's, it's, you know, you know, and they're going to put you through all this chemo. What, how do you pick up your intuition when it is so devastating of, mm-hmm. of news? How do you decipher that? Is that the time where you tell the doctor, 
I got to sleep on this. Mm-hmm. I can't. I cannot do anything yet. You know, something. It, it's just too much for me right now. Right. Is, is that what you do, or what yeah, do you suggest? Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely would do that. I mean, obviously, if it's some life-threatening thing, and they say, you know, you need surgery immediately, well, then that, then you know, may have to go with it. But you know, in most cases, waiting a day or two or week is not going to be life-threatening or injurious. So that is what I do. You know, I'll sit back. I mean, and you know, look, I think it, intuition in and of itself is meant to be combined with logical left-brain stuff. I mean, we have two mm. two sides of our brain for a reason. So often what I'll do is I'll do, use my left brain to do the research. You know, what what is, you know, maybe I'll talk to some people who've gone through this or I'll, you know, do some research about the medication or the surgery that they might be suggesting. And then I ask for a dream about it. I meditate. I oh, ask, ask, my, for, you're ask asking for, dream. for a dream. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so often we don't remember our dreams or, you know, maybe the dreams don't make a lot of sense. But what I do before I go to bed at night, you know, if I'm whatever the issue is, um, is I'll just say I need information about and I fill in the blank and, you know, I need information about this cancer diagnosis or I need information about the best path to grow my business or whatever it is I'm dealing with. And then I keep a pad of paper beside me on the bed and I just write, you know, I just jot down any fragments that I get, any feelings I get upon arising, because I don't always remember all the details of the dream. And even if I do, sometimes I can't quite figure out what all the symbolism means. So, but I find that sometimes it'll take me a couple days to get, you know, piece together some of that information. The other technique that I do is I try a decision on for size. So in your example, I might say, okay, I'm going to go ahead with a chemotherapy that the doctor is recommending or the surgery, whatever they're um, the suggestion is, and I just feel it, and I go, okay, you know, do, do I feel relieved? I mean, even though obviously any of those things choices would still be scary and you know uncomfortable, and I'd be fearful about it, I just try it on for size. I'm going to go ahead and do this, and then I might just try another option on and and see what that feels like. It's like, okay, I'm going to wait a month, and I'm going to ask my doctor for permission to wait a month, and I am going to try some other alternatives. Maybe I'll talk to a naturopathic or functional medicine doctor. Maybe I will do some more research. But let me just try that decision on for size and see how it feels. I'm just going to give myself a week or a month or something. So just try a different decision and then see how it feels. And again, here's where the tricky part is and, you know, where you kind of have to, you know, really practice and get used to talking to your intuition is you know any of these things are going to feel scary so it's hard to kind of differentiate that fear especially of a cancer diagnosis or something else Mm -hmm. scary like that and your own inner wisdom but it's really where those you know I mean it always when you're making a big decision it's the left brain you know let me do the research let me find the what facts I can discern and then um, you know, let me try to figure out what is the, you know, the best next step for me and trusting my body and my intuition. You know, in the um, Put Your Intuition to Work book, which is more kind of a business-oriented book, the last book that I wrote, a lot of the people that I interviewed um, in business said when they're trying to make a big decision about the course of direction for their company, they will immerse themselves in data and logic and facts and research. And then they step away from it and go, what's the best step? 
And so I think that that's a really good way to do it. If, you know, if given your situation, that makes sense. Um, There's another book that I wrote, the one before this, called Divine Intuition, Your Inner Guide to Purpose, Peace, and Prosperity. And I've got a lot of techniques in there for, you know, how to make these decisions, Um, you know, whether it's life direction or health, you know, kind of things that, that you might be struggling with. So I'm a big fan of practical techniques. Don't you find that a lot of the books out there tell you how important it is to trust your intuition or do visualizations or something, but they don't give you the concrete details. So I love the concrete details, which is why I love sharing all these techniques with people. I love it too. And you know, what you are basically saying is to become aware, knowledgeable in order to make that intuition make sense to you. Yeah, that's right. So you have to have both. Right. And the more you know about that um, cancer situation or, you know, it may be totally wrong what the doctor wants you to do Mm -hmm. and you go a totally different way. Yeah. It's important if you feel good about it, that's the key. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, and it, I think this is where the the intuition is gets a it's it's kind of tricky sometimes because, you know, sometimes look we all are faced with um, having to make decisions that just you know don't feel good. I mean, we had to put my mom in a in an Alzheimer's unit last year. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and, that, and I mean there was no decision that felt great there. You know, her st- living with my sister, living with me, or going into this you know uh, dementia unit. It's like, but then you know every time I kind of did all the research and I sat with a decision that really was the one that felt the best of all the difficult Mm. decisions. And so, you know, it may be certainly the same when you're faced with a difficult medical situation or the end of a marriage or relationship or something like that. It's like, you know, this may not make me want to jump up and down excited, but it feels like this is the decision that makes me feel peaceful. I mean, and that's another way of asking the question of what would calm do or what would peace do or what would a wise person do? I mean, those are some of the other ways of getting to your intuition oh, I like these yeah. questions yeah so oh. lots of different ways of getting there but um you know, sometimes what you can do is just ask for a sign, you know, and, and ask if you believe in guides and angels. I believe that they're all around us and they really need to be asked in order to help us. And um, so I just, you know, to ask my guides and my angels, you know, please give me a sign. And sometimes, you know, it, it may be that I get I get I run into somebody who's gone through exactly the same thing that I've gone to gone through. Often what happens for me doing intuitive readings is I'll get a client who's struggling with the same thing and I so I feel like my guides oh. in the background laughing and going, Yeah, pay attention to what you're getting for guidance here for your client because you should pay attention to that too. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's lots wonderful. of different ways. <laughs> So let's go on to this next topic because I think it's really important because we've been getting saturated with this. It's something called fake news. So how do you determine, because you're getting it from the internet. I only do internet news. I don't watch the mainstream media, but how do you decipher this kind of information? Yeah. 
Oh, man, it's tricky. I know, like trying to watch the news lately. It's just you get kind of overwhelmed with a little negativity here, don't you? And I think part of it is, you know, for me, part of my practice is not contributing to that energy. I mean, because I think, like you said earlier, you know, when you verbalize something, you were talking about it more in terms of visualizing and doing affirmations. But I find that when you speak ill of people, when you complain, when you whine, when you're saying how awful everything is, you're really contributing to that energy in the world. So part of my visualization every day is just to is to just say how can I how can I be kind today you know what could I do to bring peace and kindness to the world right now and I you know it's weird I, I can't prove this but I almost feel like that kind of becomes a filter through which I view the world so I don't find that I get quite as affected by the negative news or the fake news or whatever I sometimes I'll just turn it off and sometimes if it just feels mean and nasty I just say you know I'm just going to put that right out of my energy field and and again I just try to stay in that centered place of really believing that you know what what is a normal natural state in this world is for people to be kind to each other to love each other to be kind to ourselves to bring about peace to bring about calm and that's how I try to live my life and it you know I mean I'm only one person but I each day will try to to operate through the vehicle of of kindness and love in the world and I think you know we may not be able to save the entire world but maybe we can save the environment right around us and you know even when it's just simple as smiling at someone or waving at someone or taking a you know time to jot a note to somebody or say hello or smile at a stranger I mean I just think all of those things bring about more kindness in the world and hopefully all that fake news craziness will just fade away (laughs) fade away I hope so you know but I think you said something key there because when you are reading something, and if it's very derogatory, then it's not real news. Because mm-hmm. real news would be something that may give you solutions, but does not tear down something. Right. So yeah. it's based on, again, what you're feeling about right. it. If it's If you're feeling really yucky by reading it, then perhaps... That is your intuitive uh, saying. Yeah. Wait, this is not right. This right. is this is what you could call fake news. So you yeah. move away from that and you gravitate towards something that. Wait a minute, this this feels like it might work. Yeah. And you know, you're onto something there, Jules, because I think what is law of attraction, but we're really trying to focus on what we want to see happen. You know, and I'm not even talking about that politically, like, you know, I want, you know, in our country, it's, you know, Trump versus Clinton, or, you know, it's not, it's not so polarized as that. It's like, what do we want? We want for people to be able to work together. We want peace on our planet. We want kindness on our planet. We want everybody to have a roof over the heads, food on their table, their kids to be loved and educated and and for all of us to be happy. I mean, that's on a very cosmic level what we all want. And so how we get there is maybe not necessarily for each of us individually to decide, but that we're really focusing on a very global way. Here's what we want to have happen. And so when we get caught up in the the us against them, the fake news, and I can't believe that he said that and she did that, it's like we're bringing the energy down on the planet because we're bringing it down on ourselves individually. Good Mm. point. Good point. So let me ask you, do you have any intuitive insight on the year 2017 for uh, everyone? Do you 
<laughs> you know, I you feel think? like there is going to be a lot of chaos. And I, I do think that it does behoove us, for those of us who are listening on the call and involved in Law of Attraction, to be, again, very careful about what it is that we want to create in our own world, not to get caught up in the externals of what's going on. Because a lot of what is happening is is illusions that we project into the world. You know, it's like, it's really a mirror of our thoughts. And if each one of us can really be in that calm, peaceful, creating that, uh, you know, a kind environment around us, we're really on a law of attraction level contributing to the peace on the planet. And so, you know, and a lot of times I believe what happens is that things fall apart before they fall back together. So I do think we're going to have a little bit of a falling apart year here, but I, I feel very optimistic in the long run. I do think that love wins out and peace wins out. Good. So you think by the end of 2017, love is going to... Um, Not sure win. if I can say that it's going to win by the end of the year, but I think that we're going in the right direction. But, you know, isn't it interesting here in terms of law of attraction that, you know, I don't think that those things are necessarily predestined. Um, I think that those of us who are involved in law of attraction, that it really behooves us to be careful of our thoughts and to be careful of the energy that we put out there, that we're not stirring up, I don't know what I want to call it, the bad energy or the negative energy or the us against them energy, that it really behooves us each in our own individual lives to to visualize, to do affirmations, to pray for the planet, to pray for peace to reign. And I think in that way, each of us individually are really contributing to a global energy that can bring about that peace and that prosperity and that healing sooner rather than later. But I think that if we imagine bad things happening and we get very, you know, we don't like this person and we don't like that, I can't believe what they did. And do you know what that new story is telling us? Then I think we're really contributing to that energy on an individual level. Mm -hmm. So I just, I, you know, my daily prayers, I'm just imagining peace entering the earth. I'm, I'm imagining us joining together to bring about this peace. I'm imagining that we're use, all using our, our inner guidance, our inner wisdom to be able to come about with just some great solutions that we've not come about that have not occurred to us before. And I'm just praying that I, I as an individual and certainly all the other people on the call who are listening to this can do the same in their individual lives. I think there's a big power in putting that energy forth in the universe. Absolutely. Um, and becoming and totally aware that we are all one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is no division, right. no separation, and that together we can do everything and make everybody happy and prosperous and peaceful. And so you're right; it is up to us. Um, so, do you feel like the economy is going to be good in 2017, or do you think? I do think it's going to get better. I do think it's going to get better. I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities that are opening up for for each of us. But again, I think law of attraction, you know, it, we all have our individual economies too, don't we? I mean, if, you, uh, if you're going forth thinking, oh my God, the economy is going to be really bad. My business is going to tank. How am I going to do it? Then that's part of what you create in your life. But if you go forth and say, you know what? I, I don't know how, what this next year looks like, but I'm intending to make it be good for, for me and for my clients and my immediate surroundings. I'm going to take advantage of opportunities opportunities that are there. I'm going to listen to my own inner guidance to, to direct me. And my belief above all else is that our default 
you know, position in the universe is that the universe wants to support us. It wants us to be prosperous mm. and it wants us to grow our businesses and to do well in our careers and to be loved and to love. And so I think that's the default position. So when we can get on to that energy and that wavelength, the universe starts giving us a lot of great ideas for how to make that happen in our individual lives. And um, then we can, you know, really help restore that balance on a larger level on the planet. Well, I think from my own intuition, I think that 2016 was a nine year and it was explosive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> no, if, uh, it, but that explosiveness has helped move us away from what we don't want into what we do mm-hmm. want. Yes. It all was thrown in our face yeah and it's like okay well all right we're seeing this now that was not exactly a wonderful year emotionally because of all the stuff that's going on i thought it was a great year economically i thought it was fabulous Mm -hmm. but 2017 i think is going in the direction where we want to go in I I really do. I think we're headed in the right direction, um, no matter, regardless of governments or anything else. Mm -hmm. I just think the people have emotionally wakened up. Mm -hmm. And I think as Esther Hicks from Abraham Hicks points out, you know, it's, it's contrast. You know, when you pay attention to what you don't want, it gives you a real opening for what you do want. So I think that that's been really helpful for us this year. So, uh, you know, launching rockets of desire, she puts it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and really everybody is going to sit back and say, yeah, 2016 is a year I don't want to repeat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And isn't that great? Yes. fabulous yeah. so yeah we're we're on the upswing now yeah it's going to be great you know and one other brief technique that might be helpful because i think i hear from a lot of people who call me for intuitive readings that say oh i you know i don't know what i want i don't have like a year plan or a five-year goal and one of the questions i like to ask myself is what am i yearning for because mm. sometimes that's a very different answer than what do i want and yearning can be something that the answer may be, I want more adventure. I'm yearning for more community or I'm yearning for more opportunities. You know, even intangible words like that. So I think on a law of attraction level, even focusing on those intangibles, like I'm, I love the, all the opportunity that's coming in. I love the sense of adventure that I'm having. And I love the community feel that, you know, even just focusing on it on that level is sometimes very profound what you can attract, even though you may not know what the specifics are. Right, right. And I think it's also important to point out, no matter what's going on globally, it's still your individual right to create the life that you want. Absolutely. Through your intuition. So regardless of what is happening out in the media world and everything, Mm -hmm. it's still your right to empower yourself. That's right. To and by create. And by your being prosperous and healthy and you know doing things that you love to do, you're going to be really opening the door for other people to have that as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's terrific. Well, I know that you've got all of these books and uh, <laughs> people can go to www.lynnrobinson.com to check out these uh, books. Um, They can sign up for your newsletter 
and receive six ways to supercharge your intuition, which I think is magnificent. Thank you. And they can sign up to do live sessions with you, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, I do it by Skype and phone on, and from my, my uh, home office in lovely Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So no matter where you are, <laughs> we can how do is, How is the weather out there? Actually, the it's very cloudy and dreary right now, but no snow. So I'm not a big fan of big snowstorms right now. So that's fine <laughs> with me. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have a, a snowless Christmas. A snowless Christmas. I know. Maybe if it snowed Christmas Eve and just did it for one day, I would be happy. So if I were in charge of the universe, that's all we'd get. <laughs> <laughs> and what does your intuition say about I that I think one? it's highly unlikely that I'll get my way on that one. <laughs> oh, well. I'll sacrifice for the rest of everybody else who loves the snow this time of year. All the ski resorts. <laughs> Well, Lynn, it's been an absolute pleasure. I hope you come back on with your next book because I have a feeling you're going to be doing a couple more books. I know. I love writing books. <laughs> and that's wonderful. And um, this has been very, very helpful for us to start looking at 2017. And uh, really, I think it's very necessary for us all, all of the listeners, to understand the power that they have within which is a God-given intuition that can direct you. That is your connection to the universe. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Jules. I loved it. I Thank you so much. And to all my wonderful listeners, thank you so much for joining me, not only for this show, but for the last 10 years. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful to you. Tune in next week as we talk about what to expect in the year 2017. And I can promise you that it is going to be a wonderful, wonderful year that's going to jumpstart you for the next nine years. You're going to love it. So I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week. This holiday season, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm having conversations. Experience the event. People write letters to the universe all the time. Most don't get a personal response. You are. It will make you believe in miracles. Will Smith, Edward Norton, Kira Knightley, Michael Pena, Naomi Harris, Jacob Lattimore, with Kate Winslet and Helen Mirren. This profound connection to everything. The collateral beauty. Collateral beauty. Directed by David Frankel. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. December 16th. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. 
Are you ready to be activated to draw money to you? Hi, I'm Jules, and I created the Triple Powered Money Activation app, featuring a powerful LOA hypnosis session with high-frequency sounds from Code Dimensions that was fully energized by energy transformer Eric Altman. That's why I call it the Triple Powered Money Activation. I've been getting amazing reports on the effectiveness of this state-of-the-art app. Best part is the app is only $9.99 and you can find it on iTunes and Google Play to download into your smartphone. Just put in Money Activation in the App Store search and look for our green Triple Powered Money Activation app. Use it every night as you fall asleep. Get yours today and start manifesting money tomorrow. <laughs> 